Short-handed breakaway. Zach Hyman for the lead. Shoots and scores. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, left circle. Cross ice, one-timer score. This game is tied. Leon Dreisaitl. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. Someday, Connor McDavid is going to be asked, what's the weirdest question they ever asked you in Edmonton? Well, they asked me about having a plow named after me. Kind of a fun list. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later on on the program. Here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. Penguins and Senators tied 2-2. That's after the first period. Stutzla with his 20th of the season. And the Islanders lead the Bruins 1-0 with three and a half minutes left in the first. Parise with his 13th. Still to come tonight, important game in the Western Conference wildcard playoff chase. The Avalanche meet the Flames. That'll start at 7.30. The Stars will play the Sharks. And at 8 o'clock tonight, it's the Lightning up against the Vancouver Canucks. The Lightning are then here tomorrow to face your Edmonton Oilers. It's a 5.30 face-off show, and the puck will drop at 7 here on 6.30, Chet, as the Oilers have now won four consecutive games. A victory tomorrow would allow them to match their season-high five-game winning streak. Definitely some things working better for the Oilers than they were, well, uh, even three weeks ago, even a couple of weeks ago, really. First of all, they, they took advantage of a couple of bad teams, San Jose and Anaheim. A good road win against Vegas on Saturday night, and then I thought a pretty solid performance last night against the Seattle Kraken. That uh, website natural stat trick, if you ever go go there, uh, they track every game and they call grade A chances high danger scoring chances. You can call them whatever you want. They call them high danger scoring chances. Well, you can't call them whatever you want. I mean, some things might be a little bit too odd, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they said five on five. Seattle only had two high danger scoring chances and the Oilers were in the teens. So a pretty good game for Edmonton. They got scoring throughout the lineup. I thought everybody contributed and uh, they were able to get the victory and another good game for Jack Campbell starting 29, uh, stopping 29 out of 31. So he has a personal four-game winning streak going on. So the Oilers, between now and their their week off, the bye week, of course, every team in the NHL gets a, a bye week now. They got wiped out last year because of all the games rescheduled because of COVID. Tampa Bay tomorrow at Vancouver on Saturday. Just two games next week. They'll host Columbus on Wednesday and then host a uh, very poor Chicago Blackhawks team next Saturday. So a chance maybe to bank some more points even and uh, keep a hold on that wild card spot. And who knows, maybe even move up. We'll see which way it's going to go with Seattle. I, I, I know, th you know, three weeks ago, I was talking about them dropping off. Well, what happened after I said that? They beat the Oilers and won eight in a row. I, I still think they might be a little bit vulnerable, but credit to what they've been able to accomplish so far this season. But like I said, a chance for Edmonton to bank some more points and their playoff positioning has improved a ton over the last uh, 10 days and hopefully they can they can keep going with the lightning coming to town tomorrow one uh, a couple a couple of the younger players i want to focus on tonight both i think important parts of the Oilers' future both first round draft picks for the team 
And we're going to start with Dylan Holloway, taken 14th overall in 2020. You know the story. Out of Wisconsin, hampered by that wrist injury that had to go through a couple surgeries there. Took a long time to rehab. Finally joined the Bakersfield Condors last year. Made his NHL debut in the game in which the Oilers were eliminated against the Colorado Avalanche. Didn't play a lot in that game. And now he's going along this season. He has nine points in 42 games, so a pretty modest total. But we're starting to see a little bit more production from Holloway lately. Two assists last night. That was his first multi-point game in the NHL. He does have five points in his last nine games after having just four in his first 33. There's been a lot of debate around this player. Does he play enough? Should he get chances higher in the lineup? Is he maybe better served to have been in the minors most, if not all, of the season, being one of the stars on the Condors? I think that's a fair argument you can make. But having said that, he has stayed in the NHL, and he has been able to make a little bit more of an impact. And, and quite frankly, I think he's been able to do it at both ends of the ice. And some nights he's been noticeable in relatively limited ice time. He still doesn't play a ton. Played 9.42 last game against Vegas. He played 9.24. He did get into uh, double digits the previous three games. But he's had a lot of games under 10 minutes. You've probably heard my colleague Rob Brown saying he'd like to see Call, uh, Holloway play a little bit more, maybe get a little more ice time with McDavid and or Dreisaitl to see what he can do. Nonetheless, I think he's, especially lately, making the most of the ice time that he's been getting, and I caught up with Holloway after practice today. Well, Dylan, I believe it was about a year ago or so. I don't know if you remember this. You were on my show. We taped an interview in the afternoon, and you were lying by a pool. And now we're in an NHL locker room <laughs> from Bakersfield to Edmonton. How do you contrast everything that's happened in your life over the last uh, 10 to 12 months? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously it's a, it's a dream come true to play in the NHL. Like, uh, any, every day in the NHL is a good day. Like, I'm just, I'm still kind of blown away the fact that, like, like I'm here. Like, it's been a dream of mine my whole life. So uh, it's definitely something I don't take for granted, but something I worked very hard for. So uh, I'm just really excited to be a part of the team and uh, be a part of the team's success. How have you adjusted? to I don't know you've played in other leagues and stuff but you know the travel and have you had time to enjoy any other cities or anything like that along the way yeah I mean we've had, we've had some time we had some days off in other cities uh, usually when we're on the road though it's it's pretty business driven but anytime you get a day off or some time off go go visit uh, like for example in, in Washington it's all the White House and that kind of thing so um, I go, go for nice dinners too that's probably the best part but uh, I, I like I like playing on the road yeah all right and you know, obviously the team's on a bit of a run here and you seem I don't know tell me how you feel it seems like you're pretty comfortable you know what your strengths are and you're trying to execute those things yeah for sure I feel like uh, the biggest part for me is just identify what makes me play well as a player and uh, what kind of player I am and just try and play that game so for me I think that's using my speed physicality and then contributing a little bit on offense so uh, that's what I've been trying to do and I feel like uh, I've just been, been trying to build my game have you have you had to make any subtle adjustments along the way I mean you know you've, you've moved up a couple levels of hockey here over the last couple of years and mm -hmm. sometimes players who are faster who can get to the net in junior or college it might be harder in the NHL so how have you still been able to you know take advantage of those things yeah I think the biggest thing honestly is just the kind of patience out there uh, the game comes quick but I feel like if you can just uh, kind of take a step back and like 
almost like relax if you're if you're going like a million miles an hour all the time like the game's too fast you won't really have like many plays and if you do get the puck you don't know what to do with the puck that kind of thing so I feel like the biggest thing is patience and kind of you gotta work work smarter not harder I know that's like a cliche thing but that's that's like actually like probably been the biggest thing because um, I've always been a guy that tries to push the pace and go to the net and all that stuff but a lot of times if you're going too fast you're kind of out of position so um, the speed's definitely important but you got to know when to use it. One of the stories for the Oilers has been you know, a fair number of Condors over the last several years have come up and made debuts, and a lot of them have become regulars. Uh, what did it mean to you to see Vinny Deharnay debut in the NHL? Now he's got a couple points. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I love Vinny. He's a great guy. He's definitely a guy I've been rooting for for a while. Um, I think he's an incredible D-man, too. He's super shut down, physical, and then, like you said, he can contribute on offense. So I think he's kind of got the whole package and a uh, great dude, too. So I'm really happy to see him up here and having success up here. All right, and uh, family making it to a lot of games or watching on TV? TV. How's that been going? Yeah, uh, my parents live, like I grew up like three hours away, so my parents are able to come up to most games. Uh, it's pretty cool. And then all my friends back home watch and my brother watches. So uh, it's pretty cool just to experience that with all of them. All right, that is Dylan Holloway. Good to catch up with him today. And he used a phrase, speaking of Rob Brown again, that Rob uses quite often. It's not always about working harder sometimes it's about working smarter and i enjoyed how holloway described that he says it's it's a fast game you have to adjust to that pace but sometimes the best way to do that is is just to be patient don't start running around and chasing the puck and uh, you, you don't worry about doing everything at, at, at super high speed work smarter be intelligent look for your opportunities and he's done a better job of that I, I think there's a lot of promise with this player again I'm sure some of you were thinking Reed he should be in the Condors or should be with the Condors should have been playing in the AHL um, you know after kind of a slow start to the season and then some injuries you know clearly he, he wasn't going to score as much as he did in the preseason there's maybe some hope that he might be near that but I do think he's coming along and I asked him about that and you heard it in there he shows a, a willingness to try to get to that tough area of the ice that home plate area get to the front of the net you see a lot of young players come up and and it sometimes it takes them a while to learn how to get there do they have the speed do they have the power do they have the willpower to be able to go to the front of the net i, I think for the most part we see holloway try to get the puck there uh, I, I think he's physical on the forecheck and Jay Woodcroft uh, commenting today that he, he's pretty good defensively as well. And Woodcroft says he sees Holloway definitely learning and improving. He's navigating his way through his first season and I see someone taking steps. Um, I see someone who is taking care of uh, the defensive side of things and we're starting to see a little bit more offense uh, come out of him. Um, I think uh, no two NHL players development is the exact same uh, and for him, uh, you know, I'm quite pleased with where he's at. I see somebody that that is improving. I see somebody who's earning his teammates' trust, earning his coaching staff's trust. He had a big night last night. Um, you, you will point out the offensive side of things, but I think he made a bunch of really good subtle plays that his coaching staff and his teammates really appreciate too. All right, and I also asked Woodcroft about Holloway's ability to get to that scoring area. I would say it doesn't always have to be a perfect play. I mean, you look at Ryan McLeod's goal last night. Hyman does uh, some great work to get the puck deep. Uh, he puts it in front of the net, and Dylan didn't make the perfect shot. He got it there dirty, 
and someone found the rebound. And for for him, um, that's also part of it too, is, is learning how good the defenders are in this league, how sometimes it ha things have to happen a half second quicker in order for um, you to find some success in different areas. Uh, I think he's a really good young player that um, everybody is excited about, and he's a good prospect and player for our organization. And um, he's learning uh, what it takes to day in, Dale compete in the National Hockey League. All right, a little bit there on Dylan Holloway, one of the two young Oilers I want to talk about on Inside Sports tonight. Hey, thanks a lot for tuning in. I'm happy to hear from you. Oh, and I want to hear from you about something. Uh, I'm going to tell you what that is in a second here. 780-496-0063. That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email the show, insidesports at 630shed.com, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Kellen Kennedy is down the hallway here in the 630 Shed control room. Kellen, how are you doing? Doing great. How about you? I I'm doing well. I, I have an off-topic topic tonight so don't don't be alarmed okay. uh, for here here's the quick background on it first I'm sure people have heard about this I'm looking at a story online we've it's been mentioned on our station here in the last couple of days uh, you saw that, that Zellers is coming back mm -hmm. um, I was on the uh, the global morning show today I, I, I did a little segment with Phil Darlington and they were talking about it bef before I came on now I'm curious, first of all, if, if people are feeling the way I'm feeling. I I just feel like, okay, here's the thing. I, I think my mom might have told me three or four days ago, hey, Zellers is coming back. And my reaction was, oh, okay, cool. And then I re didn't really think about it again. I, I feel like some of the reaction I've seen to the return of Zellers, it's it's overly enthusiastic. I feel. I don't know. You feel. I, I feel like okay. Zellers is coming back. Is this really that life changing? Is is it really worth the excitement that I'm seeing some people express for it? Because like the people on the morning show today, they seem really excited about Zellers coming back. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of mystique about Zellers that I'm forgetting about. Yeah, uh, honestly, you know, you know what Zellers is. Yes, I okay. do. Yes, and having had a uh, Club Z card in the past, I've, you, I've, you I was had there a Club a Z bit. card, and I, I think I worked for them for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, what well. happened? You got fired? Uh, yeah, basically. Well, so there's a tale, <laughs> a tale of woe and misery. Yeah, see, Kelly Kennedy. Uh, well, the, 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 the bottom line with that story is I I left that job for a rival retailer that was uh, across the street. Well, the North End. Do you have North? You had North Town Mall and Northgate Center, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So so I left. Zellers used to be in Northgate Center. I left that gig to go over to a retailer that was at North Town Mall that was paying more. So that's what that was. All right. So here's what I want to ask people, for, uh, f regardless of how you feel about Zellers. What now defunct store or establishment, we can include restaurants or other things, what, what defunct retailer, and we'll include restaurants in that, would you most like to see return? What now defunct store would you most like to see come back and mm. why? And if you want to say Zellers, that's fine. But tell me why. Maybe you missed your Club Z card. 
780-496-0063. That's the off-topic topic. Again, as with most off-topic topics, we have no idea if they're going to work, if anybody's going to respond, uh, or it could turn out to be the best off-topic topic ever. But if we get some responses, we'll uh, we'll compile those for later in the show. What now defunct, out of business, closed down, whatever, how, why, why, it doesn't matter why they don't exist, what store do you wish would come back? Mm-hmm. And you can go back as as far as you want. I mean, maybe it's a store from the 1800s. <laughs> you, maybe you want the Pony <laughs> Express to come back. I don't know. W.M. Murray's Imperium or something like but, that. That uh, sold whatever, the, the that, mystery that's tonic, That's our right? off-topic topic. <laughs> I, again, this is where I, I throw it out to, to, to you folks, and, and maybe this is going to be beautiful maybe we'll get nothing but I, I thought it might be worth asking possibly fun seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three all right uh we talked about holloway we'll dive into another young oiler who's starting to excel I'm Bob Layton. The oddest experience I've ever had was shopping for my own funeral. Ooh, so many expensive add-ons. Money I'd rather leave to my kids. Then I met with Trinity Funeral Home and I was way more comfortable. I got straight budget conscious answers to my questions. Now we have everything pre-arranged. No pressure to buy, no hidden fees, no high cost extras, just honest, good, affordable pricing. See their website, read their reviews, give them a call. Trinity Funeral Home. Everything a funeral home should be inside sports with reed wilkins is brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers all right so we're talking about dylan holloway oilers first round pick from 2020 and i also want to talk about philip broberg the oilers first round pick from 2019 taken eighth overall and i think uh, he's making some strides in his game as well doesn't put up a ton of points last night though plus four in the 5-2 win played 15-57 he is plus 10 in his last seven games i know plus minus is not the be all and end all but it's still good to be on the ice for a goal for as opposed to a, a goal against i know you can always debate how much a player is involved in a certain play uh you know, he generally has been playing 11, 12, 13 minutes. He's had some games. He's got, you know, 15, a couple with 18. So still generally the Oilers' third pairing left shot defenseman. But it just seems to be calming down a little bit more when Philip Broberg is on the ice. And I wonder, too, I, I thought Bouchard has looked better recently, uh, you know, not making the big mistake he was prone to earlier in the season. I wonder if there's some sort of an impact from Broberg there. And Broberg commented today that he feels his work in the offseason is starting to pay off. I'm obviously a year older and uh, got some experience. And um, I feel strong on the ice. And, uh, you know, I feel fast and strong. And I th- think I... Uh, I built that during the summer, and uh, I think I've taken some steps here, so I just want to keep building. All right, and uh, Jay Woodcroft also commented on Broberg. He starts talking about him uh, maybe rushing the puck more when uh, he was with Bakersfield and got into some other thoughts on Broberg. In the American League, I saw uh, Philip in numerous offensive situations. I saw him, um, you know, be a big factor in overtimes when ice was opened up. I saw him, um, you know, have some success uh, leading rushes at that level. I think what's 
unique about Philip is that he realizes in this opportunity in the NHL for him right now, um, probably simple's better, subtle's better. Uh, he doesn't need to break the game open every shift. He's just doing his thing, and as a result, he's finding success. And uh, I don't think that's complicated. I think it's very simple. Uh, he's playing to that script, and that's why he's continuing to improve on a daily basis. That's why I said last night, I think he's growing before our eyes. All right, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about young defensemen with Kelly Rudy, Inside Sports on Chet.